0: I don't know how everyone thinks, like, because everyone's like, oh, we got to get back to work and school again. But you're like, there's got to be a bunch of us that are like, no, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you're like, what's the <laughs> fucking point? Yeah, I've learned how pointless it is. We know that there's a percentage of people out there in the world that don't need to go to work. We've all proven that pretty well. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you 100%. I've, uh, yeah, yeah I, I haven't worked in so long. <laughs> and it's
0: fine i'm fine yeah i do no, make exactly shows but you know who else is fine with you not going to work who the rest of the world that's right <laughs> nobody's whole... been like hey we got to get jericho back behind the bar in brooklyn no right? one's cared everything Everyone's... i've ever done is so trivial no one it doesn't matter Oh, I know. When they were like, hey, you're only going to work if you're essential. I have never felt essential my entire life. Nope. Never not once. No, I've been very aware there's billions of people that are out there. At most, 10 million are essential. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I'm definitely not one of them. Nope. I can't. I like
1: everything I am good at, I'm only average at anyway. So, I mean... (laughs) You're talking to a lifelong bedroom guitar player. <laughs> yeah. I'm barely one step above that as a drummer. <laughs> I'm like an yeah. occasional practice space drummer. Yeah. Oh, dude, exactly. And you're
0: like, oh, yeah, no one's going to be mad if I start playing at the bar. But also, if I don't show up and the bar just goes on and they're like, what happened to the drummer? Oh, he didn't show up. So the band didn't play. That's as far
1: yeah. as the conversation goes. Maybe. Yep. May- that's, I- and that's a maybe they're like, well, we could do it without him.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, even Chuck E. Cheese got rid of their band, and nobody was like, "Hey, where'd the band go?" Yeah, yeah.
1: No one was like, "You know what? If that if that weird bear animatronic bear doesn't look at me <laughs> sideways, I'm not going to Chuck E. Cheese again." Okay, exactly. I'm not allowed to Chuck. I'm not allowed to Chuck E. Cheese these days anyway. So, wait, what? You, know you have to have a. You know, you have to have a kid to go in there. Is that
0: real? Yeah, that it is used to be anyway. so weird. The hell are my headphones. Sorry. If I want a ten dollar pizza and beer combination. That's on me. And you should let me do that. <laughs> right? I remember um, in Tucson, I took a date, I'm trying to remember if it was the first date or not, to Peter Piper because the idea was: I have $20, I need to make this fun, and I need her not to know that I only have $20. And you we had what? a you're, blast.
1: You're smarter than you look, Aaron. <sighs> Not by much <laughs> that's a, I mean that's a that's a genius date move I got to admit because yeah they have beer yeah they have pizza they have salad if if, if they're watching their weight and they have fun mm-hmm. activities and you don't seem like a creep for being there yeah you, no it, dude it,
0: it was so easy because that's exactly what I did I got a pitcher of beer I even let her choose because I'm a gentleman
1: <laughs> of course you are
0: and then I'm just like I'm gonna be honest I, I think a medium pizza is all I need I'm not trying to feed the whole family, (laughs) you know? And she's like, oh, yeah, me too. And then it's like, all right, cool. We have $8 and quarters. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. Well, you know, $8 and quarters is a lot these days. Oh, dude, the government gave me $400 and quarters just for saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everybody who's paid me less than the government did this last year to stay at home deserves for me not to work for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're
1: fucking assholes. Doesn't it make you realize how many of your bosses were just fucking dicks? (laughs) We like, this is the how many amount of money the government's going to give me to just hang out. And I was like, I remember I was working at this job and I was making 150 bucks a week. And I went there four days a week. I was like, what an asshole that would do that to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I
1: was was desperate, you know? I was just like, it was before I started working in the bars and I was just a dumb kid. Uh, And I was like, Really, 150 bucks a week. And I was like, oh, it's under the table. So it's like, that counts as like 250 bucks a week. Even
0: if I was getting paid 250 bucks a week, that person is still an asshole. Yeah, no, exactly. And the only reason they gave you it cash is so they can be an asshole to the government, too. It, yeah, wasn't, right? it wasn't to line your pockets. <laughs> no, definitely not. It was purely like, hey, I'm too lazy to fill out the paperwork for having employees. Yeah, I don't want to
1: do that. And I don't want to work every day. So let's get some dumb kid to work here in the fucking Arizona heat.
0: I think I know exactly which job. Is this the kiosk
1: job? Yeah, uh, yeah, the kiosk
0: job. That's the best way to put it. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings just in case. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings either. Because (laughs) I also think about you and Dave holding that job for years. (laughs) And me being like, at the time as a kid, I was like, the person that set up this kiosk is an idiot. And as an adult, I'm like, that person was a genius. <laughs> right? <laughs> they had it figured out the whole time. <laughs> now that I'm 39 years old, every time I walk past a kiosk that has some kid working in it, I'm like, God, I wish I owned that kiosk. Right? I'm paying this kid less than minimum wage. <laughs> For sure. And what are they doing just passing pogs along? I'll just make that the product for whatever reason. You know, you're just like selling pogs outside or iPhone cases (laughs) or whatever the hell. Exactly. There's no air conditioning, not even a bathroom. I don't have to give this person water in a bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) I think about that all the time. And I was like, that's, that's it. I remember when I was probably mad because they're probably only making 70,000 a year. Yeah.
1: I uh I was when I remember getting I was working at Toys R Us, mm-hmm. and getting a raise. I got a raise and kind of like a minor promotion, and I remember at the time getting rate of uh, the raise up to eight dollars and sixty five cents an hour, and I thought I was rich. I uh, was like dude. I'm the richest man alive. Nowadays I there's not much I would do for eight fifty an hour, eight sixty five an hour. I don't there's not I don't think of if, if someone was like here eat this delicious cheeseburger and we're gonna pay you. 865 an hour. I was like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. Other than that, I'm not doing
0: much for that. I'm too old. Sometimes I just want people to just say it's a favor. I'd rather there is more money <laughs> in my it's labor right. being like, hey, can you do me a favor and move this couch? <laughs> then it is to be like, I'll give you fifteen dollars to move this couch. You're like, you know, that's insulting. I'll just do it out of friendship.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I'll just help you just have I'm gonna I'm gonna permanently injure my back because we're friends. Okay. <laughs>
0: Because movers aren't even that expensive, <laughs> you know. I, I found that. Out. I remember the first time a friend of mine paid someone to move them. I was like, "That is lavish. This person is yeah. rich." You're rich, and then they and then you find out that like they paid like three hundred dollars and they moved like across state, and you're like, "How? Wait, what?" Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a there's a group of um, comedians here in New York that all work for the same moving company, mm. and I'm just like, I remember. I'll it, tell you, I already don't trust it. I, I mean, I, yeah, I can't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I recommended it to one of my friends one time, <laughs> but <laughs> I was always like, I was like, okay, do I break my back? The, 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 all the options are always like, you know, you can, if you're a comedian in New York, you can walk dogs or you can move right away. Like you can get that job really easy. And I was like, I just would rather not
0: <laughs> do either. I'm not gonna do yeah. either of those things. And now the government's like, please stop doing both of those things.
1: Yeah. you're like, We're going to yes. pay
0: you double what those jobs pay. Dude, honestly, like, again, I don't know. It's just such a sigh of relief to have all that, you know? And then they're like, oh, by the way, we're going to release HBO Max in the middle of this. You know, <laughs> like, you're just like, good. These are things I've wanted to watch my entire life.
1: Yeah, I mean I other than like other than shows not happening, everything else is pretty
0: all right. Yeah. You know oh, dude, I mean? no, yeah, no. I do miss shows. I miss meeting new people cuz I haven't really met a new person. No, it would
1: be weird to meet a new person right now.
0: Yeah, but but new people are cool. It's always cool to meet new people. I have also like any... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You also like No. No, as as the host, please. You go ahead. Have
1: you have you met anyone new on the podcast?
0: like i don't know them and now they're a guest yeah uh there's people i have barely known that i've had on the podcast i have mm-hmm. not had a stranger on the podcast although a couple have asked i had somebody named okay. flat earth steve sent me an email about how he's been <laughs> yeah well he's been on a couple big podcasts like he really has like he was i'm trying to remember which ones he said I don't know if Rogan was one of them, but it was something like that where I was like, I've been on Adam Carolla seven times and this. And I was like, you know what, Flat Earth Steve, with a name like that, I do want you on. But <laughs> right? I just don't think I'm that show.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. You don't think, you don't think your friends and audience members are going to get a kick out of someone like Flat Earth Steve?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the wrong kind of kick. Um, <laughs> it's a laughing at you, not with you type of kick exactly that i remember when you saw wesley willis in concert and you came home sad because everyone was there laughing at him it's exactly that that, yeah Yeah. Yeah, that moment that that moment kind of changed stuck with
1: me it's because like i was i'm a i was and am a genuine wesley willis fan i thought the dude was hilarious and then you go to watch it and it's literally like just a bunch of college kids laughing at him mentally challenged giant black man and i'm like oh man am i one of these kids like if i felt terrible
0: you know there is such a fine line between sincerely laughing with somebody and at somebody yeah and as i know you as well as i do i don't believe you're laughing at him you were genuinely like i'm you know super into daniel johnston and i was genuinely a fan you yeah, know, where you're it's just it's like I definitely thing. see people showing up and laughing at him, but I'm really genuinely like, no, what are you going to say next, Daniel Johnson?
1: Yeah, it's like I really want you to sing this song that you don't remember writing very earnestly, you know? <laughs> no, it's a, Daniel Johnson's exactly, exactly the same thing. One is yeah. why like uh he he actually just passed away last year, but but uh no, I was thinking about Rocky Erickson like Rocky oh. Erickson started t- Rocky Erickson, have you ever listened to Rocky Erickson? No. He had a band, but in if he's the on 70s. the same band
0: I'm writing it down. He's
1: fucking it, Rocky Erickson's incredible, and his music is incredible. And he was in a band in the '70s called the Thirteenth Floor Elevators, and then I he, know exactly um, who the
0: Thirteenth Floor Elevators are.
1: Yeah, he was the singer in that band, and uh, he you know he took too much acid, went in insane asylum for like a couple of years or something, came out, and is incredibly. He's he's definitely like I watched a documentary about him, and he's definitely like mentally challenged but his fucking music is so fucking good. And he started touring. It was, I guess it was probably 2018. He was supposed to play in New York on Halloween. And, uh, I was like, do I go or not? And I didn't go because I was worried it was going to be a Wesley Willis situation. Uh And then I think he actually got sick and died right around that time. I don't even know if he played that show or not, but I, I was like, I really wanted to go to that show, but I like, I'll just listen to his records. You know what I
0: mean? I would have forced you. I would have forced you one because of 13th floor, but other is you're the guy before I got into Fugazi years before I got into Fugazi, they were at the Rialto and I wasn't going to go. And you made me,
1: yeah, you said, no, I'll even
0: there. pay the $7. Cause it was only yeah, $7. Right. And I was like, fine, whatever. I don't even like these guys. I don't even know who they are. And you're like, <laughs> well, they're going to blow your ass off. And they were fucking incredible. And then five yeah, years was- later, I own all their albums. I listen to them yeah. and then it's like... <laughs> and they don't, not, they don't tour anymore. Yeah, They don't tour. That was literally my last chance to see them before I even knew who they were and you made me do it. And I think about yeah. that all the time. Like how I was so lucky to have somebody like you be like, no, you know what? You're going to go see the show. At worst, such you're going to hate show. two hours. At best, yeah, you're right. going to really remember this forever.
1: <laughs> right? That show was so funny because remember the opening act was like that like artsy, like... La- Latina girl band that, and they're I have no memory of her <laughs> they were they were playing and that stage is so big and there were like 2,000 people there and those, mm-hmm. those poor those poor women were just like I think people might have booed them even and it was because they just <laughs> they weren't ready they weren't ready to play at a stage that huge with that many people you know and even I think even Ian McKay like came out and was like these guys are great They're we're big fans like check them out like don't be dicks and people were still like booing them. And I felt so bad. They were, they were pretty young too.
0: <laughs> oh man, what a but real yes, gig. It's like the Murder City Devils. When they opened up, was it for Slayer or Motorhead? Uh, they had that documentary that like came that. out on DVD. And I want to say it was Motorhead. They were opening yeah. up for Motorhead. And they were just like, the problem with opening for Motorhead is you, you're, of course, no one's there to see you. But you're yeah, also yeah. the obstacle before Motorhead. They feel like if they can boo you <laughs> off faster, Lemmy will just come out.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, speaking of shows like that, I that I wanted to go to and didn't go to, and it, and I regret it still to this day. I always remember it was uh it was in 1998, and I think it was because I graduated high school in '98, so and I think it was that summer after I graduated, and um. Murder City Devils and uh at the drive-in played at the fucking Nile in Phoenix, and yeah. and my friends my friends went and I didn't, and I was like ah, I don't care. <laughs> it's like well, Murder City Devils.
0: I still listen to Murder City Devils, you know. What I, I do I mean? too, and I still listen to at the drive-in, and I, because I
1: driving less, but yeah.
0: Well, because I never got to see at the drive-in, became such a big fan. I made sure to see Mars Volta as many times as I could. Right. Yeah. As if that's the same, which is completely <laughs> not. <laughs> definitely
1: not. They they have their They they have their things that, that are enjoyable, but it's definitely I love not. them
0: both, but it's not the same. It's like I don't want to watch my dad's weird acid jazz band. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it's like because I don't have Seinfeld on DVD, I have the New Adventures of Old Christine and so why not (laughs) yeah why not 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 even beep it
1: would be funny because beep's actually kind of (laughs) good yeah no beep is good (laughs) the new adventures of old christine
0: (laughs) oh that's funny man
1: wait so did Uh, you get
0: both stimulus checks yes Yeah. did you burn them did you like spend the money poorly
1: No, I've been pretty good at just paying. I'm just trying to stay afloat. I'm like, honestly, like some people are more able to have fun. I've been like, I'm never going to work again. This is like, I'm like, this is my money to eat for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) what you bought Bitcoin? No, I, I, I didn't. I haven't, I've just literally been like, just paying my bills,
0: staying afloat. And
1: I'm fine. I've done that.
0: The whole way, except I've put money in stocks and Bitcoin the whole way. So I've also blown a couple, couple checks. (laughs) I was gonna say, have you
1: made? But but is it sitting there? Are you making little money?
0: I'm making little. So I got I got this guy.
1: That's awesome. Is that the sideshow one?
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome! Hell yeah! um, And I got the nicest guitar I've ever owned. Oh, that's awesome! What is that? So I did that. It's a Music Man Cutlass.
1: Uh, That's right. Yeah, that's what I thought the headstock. I thought it was a music, man. That's awesome.
0: You like yeah, it? Yeah, Totally. I love it. At first I didn't because like, it wasn't the colors I like, you know how that is with things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it plays <laughs> amazingly, but you're like, it's yeah, exactly. You're like, it's- but it's white and I don't own anything white. And I was like, what am I Wayne from Wayne's world? I don't need some white <laughs> guitar. <laughs> and so I bought all the accessories I could buy for it in black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to be like, no, no, this isn't a white guitar. But of course, <laughs> it plays beautifully. It sounds wonderful.
1: My bedrooms awesome.
0: never sound better and worse. My poor roommate.
1: <laughs> poor roommate.
0: What did I buy? Oh, I did. I bought a car.
1: Uh, I bought a car like from my brother-in-law in May, uh-huh. and that was a that was a couple thousand bucks. And I've driven across the country twice now, four four times. Wait, well, so three, why are you driving
0: times. across the country so much during pandemic? Cause you're not touring. No, I'm not
1: touring. But so I was, I was, I was on tour when this started. Remember we talked about that? Like, yeah, I remember that. And so I ended up at my mom's house. And when I talked to you last, I was at my mom's. So then I was sitting at my mom's and I was like, how am I going to get back? Like, am I going to just fly back? But flights were still kind of shitty and weird back then. Mm -hmm. And my brother-in-law's, I was thinking about renting a car, but renting a car and driving across country is like $1,500. Something like that, you know? And I was like, well, maybe I could buy one. And my, my sister was like, I think, you know, your brother-in-law has one for sale. And I hit him up and he did. And I was like, well, for, you know, basically a thousand bucks more than renting it, I can own a car. And so I Smart. drove it. Yeah, I drove it from Tucson back to New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to the end of the summer, I just was just getting fucking froggy. I was getting antsy. And my friends were like, well, we're thinking about going to LA and renting a house for a week and with a pool or whatever. And I was like, fuck yeah, well, I'll just drive you. So I got in the car, drove to um, pick them up in, in Ohio where they were at. Yeah. And then we, we got to um, Springfield, Missouri, and it broke down. Mm-hmm. So I just left it there to get fixed. We figured out, we got a rental car, figured all that out. And then on the way back, like I went to my mom's again for a little while. I went to Tucson for a little while. Then we, on the way back, I stopped in Springfield to pick up the car. So I drove it from Springfield to New York. I got it fixed. And then I was, uh, just like for the holidays, I was like, well, fuck it. I got this car. I'm just going to drive it to my mom's for Christmas. Made it all the way there. Uh, While I was in Tucson, before I went to my mom's, I got COVID.
0: Oh, you got
1: it. I got COVID, yeah. And so I missed Christmas and New Year's. I just hung out at the Garsold practice space. I just stayed there. Uh, I didn't get sick or anything, but I I like how many
0: of the things you didn't plug throughout this whole thing because you didn't want to incriminate anybody, but you're like, but I spent all COVID in this practice space, in this room. (laughs) If anybody wants to go there now, it might still be lurking. I, I mean,
1: that's where I was at. And then uh, I was going to leave the car. In Wait, Tucson how bad for... did you get? I didn't really get sick at all. So that's fine. Oh, okay. I got like a little sniffle and that was about it. So, and I was, that's fine. I just, I don't like, when I was in Tucson, I only hung out with two people and one of them was like, Oh, I got my COVID test and it's positive. And I was mm. like, well, I was with you all night. We were sitting in the car
0: doing cocaine together, like, definitely have fucking COVID. You know, cocaine is not how you normally get COVID. <laughs> but, but. But, yeah, no, the hanging out, the hanging out is. <laughs> and the, Cocaine does it, create groups. It does do yeah. that. But even it was just me and him in the car.
1: And so then it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to my mom's. And it took me a couple days to get a test just because Tucson. I mean, I could have paid mm-hmm. $200 for a test. Or I could just wait to get the free one.
0: So I had the same shit out here where I, like, I wanted one. My friend tested positive, And I, yeah. I was like, all right, well, I better go get it. And it was like 200 bucks everywhere. Or I could wait three days. And I was like, fuck it, I'll wait three days. I'm not going to get any more or less COVID just by waiting. Exactly.
1: And, but my third day ended up being on Christmas. So then I got it, you know, like on the whatever, a couple days after Christmas. And I was like, well, and I tested positive. But by the time I got it, like whatever symptoms I had were already gone.
0: Oh good. So I just want to say, for so the record, really... I was negative. Oh good, good. I haven't caught it, as far as I know, but you know, I'm still trying. Yeah, we're out there. Are you doing <laughs> shows yet? <laughs> no, I'm afraid to actually actually come in contact with almost anybody. Yeah, like I, gonna... <laughs> I did one in person podcast, and then immediately went home and got tested again, and that was in December, and I haven't left the house since. Oh yeah. And this is recorded in February, so like. I just – it's been real specific for where I've been going. I've also been making some trips down to San Diego to see my grandparents because they need some help every now and then. Yeah. And so it's like, well, all right. True. Yeah, because I would hate if it's like – if they're like, hey, we really need you here tomorrow, and you're like, all right, cool. Uh, turns out I didn't open, mic like an idiot, so we need to wait two weeks. Like, I don't want anything yeah, right? like that to get in the way. Also, I think it looks real stupid right now with the numbers, the way Los Angeles is. And I've said this to a I, lot of people. I fucking I think agree, openly. dude. Is that I know? I'm just saying. Is that like we you know we have a couple spikes, and when yeah. the spikes are down, I'll take my chances. When the spikes are rising, I'll stay inside.
1: I know for some for some yuck yucks. You know what I mean? It's not like I I mean I I feel like for me I feel it's different for the guys who make a hundred percent of their living off being on the road and stuff. Fine, <laughs> you go out and you make you're you're doing that and that's fine. Because being that I have traveled across the country recently, motherfuckers don't care. Normal people in the middle of the country uh, do not give a shit. Um, They don't fucking care at all. You're like in Texas and literally no one cares. Oklahoma, no one fucking cares. Like where else was it? Missouri, literally no one fucking cares. So, you know, you're the only person with the mask in the fucking gas station and everyone's looking at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. I was like, have you not seen the fucking news? But yeah, like
0: I did, a, I did out. I was, I had a gas station on the way to San Diego, and I was the only one wearing a mask. And you're, like, they look at me, and you're like, "What if I'm the one that has it?" Yeah, like I'm like, I'm
1: not talking to you. I'm not telling you how to live your life, but don't fucking look at me like I'm some sort of asshole because I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm not passing out masks pandemic. for you to wear. I'm just still wearing mine. Yeah, I'm like, you do you. I don't give a fuck, but. You try to be an asshole to me because I'm wearing a mask. You can go fuck yourself, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah no, was- but like I, I, did, I did an outdoor show here and I was just like, you know, I was in my head. I was like, did I, am I going to forget how to do comedy? Because the Zoom shows just weren't working for me really. And I was like, oh, I'll do an outdoor show. and I went to go do it and literally it started. Well, okay, before I went on, there was like, there was two tables. There was like over here, there was a group of two couples and they were Latin descent, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was, I would assume they're Puerto Rican because of where we were in New York. But I didn't. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. But it's a couple, two couples, man, woman, man, woman, and they're a little rowdy, but they're fun. It's a. We're fucking outside at a brewery. Like, well, how yeah, good yeah. is it going to be, right? So they're a little rowdy, but like me and you know, it's it's like nothing that you couldn't handle being a yeah. comedian, right? And. And then there was another table behind them and they were quiet in the back. And I went up and this young black lady went up and like, could not handle the, the rowdiness of the table. And she, she, she tried, she tried to say it was like a white privilege and uh, to the, and the lady was like, she's like, lady, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm from here. And then she's like, Oh, you're light passing. And I was like, if you're like they're the one table here, and they're like having a good time. Yeah, they're not perfect audience members, and they're a little loud, but they're laughing and they're like enjoying mm-hmm. the thing. They're, and it wasn't like they were they were having their own conversation; they were paying attention to the comics. And and I was like, okay, and I know I'm up next, and I was like, I can I can repair this, right? I'm not worried about that. But
0: literally, that's uh, always a sentence I say before I do my worst mistakes. Right, (laughs) in all of life, you're like, "Oh, this the the sink is leaking. I can repair this." (laughs) All of a sudden, water's your your apartment's (laughs) flooded. So that's what I'm thinking in my head.
1: And and mind you, I haven't been on stage since March, and this was in December. No, this was in November. And I'm like, "Oh God," I'm like, "This sucks. Why am I here?" And it's kind of cold outside. And uh, as she's finishing, it starts to fucking rain. And I'm like, oh sweet, I'm out of it. The host comes up to me, who's a comic I know pretty well. And he's like, well, it's up to you. If you want to call it, we can call it. Or if you want to go up. And I was like, don't put that on me. Cause you know, I'm just going to do it. Cause I'm not going to be the one to stop the show over a drizzle. Huh? And so my dumbass went up and it was awful.
0: Like and Prince like, in the Super Bowl, dude.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. It was like the opposite of that. I made some jokes about sex and no, in COVID time, nobody wants to talk about sex. And I made a joke about ven- venereal diseases and how the only ones that count don't even exist anymore or something. I don't know. I was talking about AIDS. I was like, AIDS doesn't even exist anymore. And if you have herpes, that just means you were invited to the party. Like, fuck it like who cares we're all adults here and they were not having it i was like the rest of them go away what are you worried about <laughs> and and then i'm like man did i just risk my life during covid times to like tell a, a terrible joke to bomb in front of three people cuz the girl before me walked everyone and then god walked the rest of them with the rain
0: that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense to me when i'm watching all these people like posting pictures of their shows it's like it doesn't look like anyone in the audience is having fun. Hey, guys, why why put ourselves at risk? Because you're like, yeah. hey, I, I just thought of a new thing to compare my dick smell to. <laughs> <You> know, like- <laughs> Right. And that's how, these, that's how a lot of these outdoor
1: shows, well, before it got too cold, they were treating it. And it just felt like open mics. And I was like, why am I even doing this? This seems fucking stupid. We did do one. We did a Bushwick Bears show on a roof, on a rooftop show. And a lot of people came and that was cool. And the roof was very, it was a huge roof and it's outdoors. So that part, part felt really safe. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was the coldest day of the year once we got up there. So people were like, people, it was before it got really cold, like before anyone had heaters out, but everyone's bundled up and like, my friend left and he's like, dude, I just can't take the cold. I'm leaving. I haven't seen you guys all before, you know? And I was like, oh, thank you for coming.
0: But even that, I was like, well, God, was so much because yeah, Everyone in the audience is sitting there and they're like, just want it to be normal. Just being normal. This is normal. It's like, right? No, during a regular year, we're not sitting out in the coldest time of the year just to prove that we're outside together.
1: <laughs> Trying to laugh at stupid fucking jokes about my uncircumcised dick or Batman or whatever the fuck bullshit I was talking about.
0: I know. Well, if it's that cold out, my whole set would just be like, isn't it weird that your wiener's inside your body right now? and Mine too. <laughs> yeah, mine still works. It's cold. <laughs> um, so since this is your sequel, this is Jericho 2, yeah putting up there, Michael Marsh. I wanted to ask son you what, of, your favorite, of, what your favorite what uh, your favorite sequel is. Son of Jericho. We'll call the episode was, Son of Jericho. I was like
1: I was gonna say or Revenge of Jericho, Son of Jericho, yeah. Jericho two, son of Jericho. <laughs> favorite sequel? That's a good question because uh I think the two of the greatest the sci-fi movies of all time, period. Probably one and two are both sequels.
0: Okay. And well, Empire Strikes Back sequ- is obviously one of the ones you're saying.
1: No. I oh. think I think I think both of these are better sci-fi movies than Empire Strikes Back. And you know I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. I have fucking four Star Wars tattoos. I love Star For Wars. Sure. Yeah. Um but no I think and it's funny because they're both made by the same person. Mm-hmm. And uh he didn't make, he made the first of one, but not the
0: other. Oh, we're talking uh, about James Cameron? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking. Aliens is definitely better than Alien. And it's one I of the greatest agree. sequels ever. And T2.
1: Oh, Terminator 2 is also Terminator incredible. 2. It's fucking incredible. I, it's like Aliens. Aliens is probably the best sci fi movie ever made. And it's probably the, it's like some of the, it's probably the, it's the special effects. That's all like real. That's all smoke and mirrors. It's all practical mm-hmm. effects. But it's also a really great movie, and it's so suspenseful and like. I thought
0: the genius of Aliens was that he's like, "Hey, we're going to be in the same world. We're just going to make a different genre. The first movie was suspense. This one's action. action. Fucking all other things. We're not going to have any suspense. Full action. But with
1: the fucking pitch, the forklift thing, and oh yeah, it's practically and, Die Hard
0: on Aliens.
1: It's and every so good. every single moment, uh, Bill Pullman's on the fucking screen is great.
0: Oh, yeah. No, Aliens is a perfect movie. And Alien is better than... It's better than Alien, which is also a perfect movie. Yeah, it's a classic. They're both perfect, and it was amazing to find a way to make a perfect sequel. And you're right. He did it again with Terminator 2. Yeah. Although, Um, there is one film franchise I want to say I love, but every single movie is better than the rest. And that's the Mad Max series.
1: Okay, I, I, I disagree in just that I don't think that it's like a I don't think that it's like a, a, a full ascent like that.
0: I think it's because a full ascent. I do think Road
1: Warrior is better than Thunderdome
0: um, I don't know like I have such an easier time watching Thunderdome than Road Warrior in the sense that it's just like it goes by so fast I can watch that whole movie and it feels like 15 minutes.
1: Yeah no you're great and it's funny because like I yeah like Fury Road is fucking incredible. Oh, dude, I just watched it again last week. Um, No, because, and it's like, it's funny because, like, uh, when I was, I saw Mad Max one too soon. I was too young. And it's Mm. the most fucked up. Yeah. And so I was like, I was not traumatized by it, but I was like, I don't need to watch that. It fucks with my head too much.
0: Oh, dude, there is not one of those movies you should show anybody under the age of 13. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Jesus. It's like, all those weird visuals you're like wait that's a man baby like you don't need to like <laughs> as an adult you're just like oh it's just a man baby so we know that it's weird you know like it's yeah. not like
1: that's as a kid they're just fuck like
0: toy <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like that
1: the humongous just fucks that little blonde boy that's all he does he's not allowed to talk and he just he's his little fuck toy well, oh yeah leash.
0: <laughs> oh exactly and also like in thunderdome when they take the the Mask off the guy in the thunderdome. I don't oh. want to ruin it for anybody, but it brings me actual sadness like an actual, oh. like if I was he has I the saw mind
1: it, of a child, he has the yeah. mind of a child
0: <laughs> exactly as an adult. I can go, Whoa! But as a kid, I would have, I don't know, I, it would take time to recover.
1: No, it's just, it's because he's it's uh, it's just, yeah, great movies. I, I those, we, it's funny because my roommates, a couple of my roommates haven't seen. If not all of them, haven't seen any of them. Oh, and so really? we, we actually we were going to start Mad, the Mad Max marathon last night, but uh, you know what's fell weird is you can sometimes. also watch them backwards. You, it's true you can. Here's what I here's what I was thinking, and it's like, and this is just a theory I thought of. I did read a little one comic book that that George Miller like didn't write, but he was consulted. That's supposed to be in between thunderdome and fury road
0: hmm.
1: right but it's really it's like basically mad max is like mad max one is like one year after whatever happens happened yeah right because there's still some semblance of society like they're still cops in the first one yeah and uh but then like road warriors like five years after the extinction event happened and then it's like thunderdome's like 10 years after and then pure roads like 20 years after yeah and it just like in that regard it's so interesting because in
0: part one they're still like it's funny yeah, i feel like they made it 20 team. years later just so they had a reason not to call mel gibson
1: <laughs> right well at this point mel gibson is just so old i don't know I if, if mel gibson would have showed up in pure road that would have been dope if he if he was i would have still i would have been so stoked if it was just him now as
0: an old man, you know? I mean, as a Mad Max fan, I say yes and agree, but understanding the politics of what Hollywood is now and where he is in it. I totally understand why he wasn't. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's Um, the same reason Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa aren't in the hall of fame. (laughs) Mel Gibson's not in Fury Road. (laughs) Uh, are you
1: excited about the Furiosa? Um, prequel series they're making
0: i mean i try not to get too excited about anything until it happens because excitement like that is what destroys actual enjoyment
1: you're i agree i yeah i I don't that's why i don't like to watch previews of movies i know i'm gonna see
0: well it was like remember when the sin city had the movie come out and i had like i had the tattoo of marv like two years before the sin city movie So the whole time I heard about it, I was like, this better be good. Or I have like the Ed Hardy of tattoos now on accident. (laughs) (laughs) And then magically the movie was good. And I was like, so thrilled just because it was a good movie. And then they decided to make the sequel that I was afraid the first movie was going to be.
1: Yeah, they pretty much. Yeah, they made what I was scared (laughs) it was going to be in that second one.
0: Exactly. And so now I was just like, I feel the same way about like all that other stuff. You're like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I was scared Mandalorian wasn't going to be good. I'm thrilled that it is.
1: I, the, the, there was a moment. So I was too. I was scared. Uh, I was scared Mandalorian was going to suck. And then there was that when in the, in the first preview, there's that scene where they walk by with all the stormtrooper helmets on the spikes.
0: Yeah. And that's I, was like, I got oh, excited.
1: No. Yeah. I was like, no, it's going to be good. And and then it was better than I expected. So.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then when it came out, people were like, no, it's actually good. And I was like, Okay. And now, of course, like I'm obsessed with it, and have a podcast about it. Yeah,
1: no, it's a, it's an easily obsessible show. It's it's damn near perfect, to be honest.
0: Oh, it's it is. It's wonderful. Any advice you want to give these people on the way out, Jericho, for the rest of the uh, pandemic? What what advice should they follow from you?
1: Uh, exercise daily. Stop jerking off so much. Give yourself a rest. And uh, okay, bad advice. Bad advice. I'm stopping. <laughs> it <laughs>
0: Jericho Davidson. What a madman. Uh, you can find him at Jericho F-ing Davidson on Instagram, which is J-E-R-I-C-H-O-F-I-N-G-Davidson, D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N, Tucson legend, former roommate of both me and my brother at different times. Lifelong friend. Honestly, we say I love you at the end of every conversation. I love Jericho. He's... He's my brother. The only reason that we're not biologically brothers because we're not biologically brothers. By every other stretch, he is. We've watched each other as kids grow up into adults. And I got to say, we are still pretty much the same. <laughs> the man I met, the man when I was 12 and I met 13-year-old Jericho, so therefore a man because he's older than me, is pretty much the same guy I know now. I've seen him learn a couple lessons along the way, but not many. And and I love him for it. He's genuinely been himself the entire time of his life, and I absolutely adore him for it. And I feel like I've learned lessons from that as well. Jericho Davidson, so happy to have him back. I'm sure there'll be a third one in another 70 episodes. Can't wait. Love, Mr. Davidson. And then next week, we have Mr. Josh Edelman. Josh Edelman is a good friend of mine who I would really say he's one of those guys it's like when I went to an open mic, I would hope I'd run into Josh Edelman because we'd sit next to each other and we'd say snarky things the whole time. And um, and then one day it came out. I was talking to him a little bit about how I love this comedian named Al Lubel from the 80s and, I mean, to now. He started in the 80s and he's been around for now. And I think he's one of the most brilliant joke writers ever. And Josh like, oh, I know him. I'm actually making a documentary about him. So I know him very well. And I met his parents. And, and you're like, wait, what? Excuse me? Um, So... He's on next episode. We talk a little bit about Al, but we mostly talk about how Josh has made himself a better person in all this. Josh is Josh is peaking right now in quarantine, and he's uh It's really impressive, and it's a really great talk. I feel like I expected to come in expecting to give him advice, and he gave me advice, and I love it. It was a good conversation. Can't wait for it to come out. Josh Edelman is next. I what am I supposed to do? Plug the podcast twice? Guys, you're listening to Putting Up With There Michael Marsh. Please rate, review, subscribe to this, or check out my Mandalorian podcast, Is This The Way? A Mandalorian podcast. We have finally finished both seasons, and now Andy and I are actually working on an episode about the Darksaber. So he has me, he gave me assignments to watch like eight episodes of Rebels, which at the time I agreed to it. I was like, sure, why not? And then I was like, that's a lot. That's like, He sat me down with like three, four hours worth of cartoon to watch scholactically. You know, take notes. Ugh, That's what I'm doing right now. Guys, Is This The Way is also a podcast I'm on. If you love Mandalorian and you want to learn more about what's going on behind the story of it, you can check that out. Uh, WandaVision, fuck you, I'm not doing WandaVision. Uh, I know I don't normally swear like that on the thing, but WandaVision has me mad right now, so that's what I'm going to do. Guys, Aaron... Michael Marsh is me, follow me on things, um, I, I love you, and thank you for putting up with me. That's my outro for this one. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world I'll never be long. got to be me I gotta be me what else can I